0: Hi, everyone. My name is Kelly Burrows and I am the Solutions Director for the Enterprise Market at Ivy Wave Solutions. All these companies have different technologies at their disposal to use according to what their needs are. I'm Katherine
1: Speglia, and this is Well, Technically, the tech podcast where women do the explaining. Hey, Kelly, thank you so much for joining me today. Thanks for having me.
0: Great to be here.
1: I'm actually excited about this conversation because we're going to be kind of taking a deep dive into a case study uh, that IBWave was involved in, and I don't know if I've done that on an episode yet, just kind of ask hey. questions around a case study. So I'm looking forward to that. But um, of course, before we do that, I have to ask you, Kelly, what's an example of a time in which being a woman has empowered you?
0: I like to think, you know, that I derive empowerment and pride from, you know, being a woman almost every day in every facet of my life, whether that's professional or personal. Arguably, um, I'm going to say one of the more empowering roles that I've taken on in recent years is being a uh, solo parent to my three and a half year old, right? So, you know, it's managing the balance or some might say the imbalance of the professional responsibilities and passions that I have alongside you know my personal goals and passions with that monumental task of really raising a good little human in this world Um, it's certainly been an exercise in, I would say growth and empowerment which is really benefiting I would say all aspects of my life you know from this particular journey some key life skills are like you know patience and perseverance just the ability to multitask a lot of different things acceptance all of those are things that I'm growing kind of in my uh, personal life that I can really apply to, you know, the professional realm on a daily basis, things like I work in a, what could be a pretty high pressure job, but you know, that's become easier for me to kind of navigate um, and really high pressure has always motivated me, but now, you know, I can just do that with a greater ability to handle that pressure, to navigate my way through it with greater ease. And I would say a plum.
1: Yeah. And imagine being a single parent or a parent at all, like you said, probably provides a good amount of perspective in terms of how to be high functioning in a stressful situation or a chaotic situation. That's
0: it. You learn to prioritize and you learn to accept imperfection, I would say. Right. (laughs) All of which are really important in, in your professional
1: success as well. So thank you for, for sharing that. Okay, like I said, uh, we're going to talk about a project, a specific project that I believe was involved in. And that was actually um, for an outdoor network for a mining company. So I wanted to start by, you know, provide as much background on, on that mining company as you think is important, but, you know, especially what were the company's pain points and what sort of applications was the company hoping to introduce with this network and the you know other technology that that went along with it,
0: yeah, sure. So it was one of the larger mining and logistics companies in the world. i mean, i'm not I'm not going to say the name, but they're a sizable mining company with a large presence. And what you know it's interesting when you look at mining these days, they're deploying a lot of IOt and sensors and a lot of kind of next generation technology to help monitor their sites in many different ways, right? So this particular company um, at this site had an existing WiMAX network because of just the distance that WiMAX can typically cover, but it wasn't necessarily delivering the performance that they needed it to for the technology that it was supporting. So it meant that many of the IoT devices and sensors that were being used to monitor things around the mine, they were kind of failing and they were facing downtime, uh, which can be very expensive (laughs) in a mining operation, right? So uh, as a result of that, they're also kind of spending a lot of time trying to troubleshoot this network. And a lot of the issues came from the fact that they didn't really have a way to initially do a predictive design, right? So when I say predictive design, they didn't have the right tool to actually plan out the network before they installed it. So what they were doing is like a lot of site surveys um, and using kind of inaccurate information or guesstimates to figure out where to put their equipment and so they just didn't have the reliability because they didn't have the tool to properly plan and tell them how the network will perform once it installs or where to put the different pieces of equipment. And then I would say, you know, kind of the third thing is they just weren't really using the best technology available to them to deliver that range and reliable reliability that they needed, right? So WiMAX at one point in time, I think was considered as a leading technology to cover these really large distances. And so that's where they're using it. but. LTE has largely kind of supplanted that and given a lot more uh, reliability across outdoor distances. So recognizing this, you know, they really just wanted to invest in more of like a private LTE network that could better support their operations and give them a better wireless infrastructure for all of those uh, different mission critical apps and devices that they're using across the site you asked about you know, kind of what some of those applications are. I mean, if you look at mining, there's a lot of different areas they're using them in. A few examples I can give you from this case study is they had things like smart trucks. So these were autonomous vehicles that can really navigate the mining terrain and the mining environment uh, without a human having to draw, um, drive them. So this means you know, reduced risks to a human because they're not maybe having to haul around hazardous waste materials, for example, and for the company, it means you know, an improved productivity because these trucks are running almost 24 seven without the need for a lot of break, right? And then they, they had a large outdoor smart conveyor belt. So it was moving the raw materials from the mine over to the processing plant, And then once the materials are processed, it would move kind of the waste to the waste storage facilities. Now these conveyor belts are, I mean, in some cases they can be like up to 10 miles long. They can be very long conveyor belts, right? And they are all equipped with IoT sensors on them to measure things like, are they about to overheat or what's the weight that is on the conveyor belt? And these IoT devices are dependent on, you know, to send out alerts if it's overheating, right? Because if it overheats, it shuts down. And again, you're going to have a lot of downtime and that can be very expensive for a mining company, other things like smart ventilation. So worker safety is a huge driving force in the mining industry. They have smart ventilation that monitors things like air quality and pressure, and they even monitor like the workers themselves to make sure like their heart rates are okay. And it's pretty interesting stuff to to read about all the different ways they're using these sensors. But those are just a few examples. Yeah, that is interesting, and I have no idea about the length of these conveyor
1: belts. And when you know that they're miles long, it makes you realize like. How challenging, impractical, expensive—whatever you want to call it—it it would be to
0: have individuals going out there all the time to check them. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. No. Exactly. So they need those devices, but they need the the wireless connectivity that those devices can depend on. Or they're not going to be able to do the job.
1: Okay. And one of the earlier things you said in your in your previous answer was. They didn't really have a good way to design their network. And I know yeah. that as part of this partnership, the company used Ivy Wave Reach, which is a network design software. So without turning this too much into a sales pitch, can you of help me understand the product, but also why these types of products are so important for customers like this mining company and why why they really need to be able to model an environment and do predictive designs.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So IDWave Reach is one of our software offerings where you can design a network. It's particularly for an outdoor environment. So we offer ones for indoor and they can talk to each other, but REACH in particular is for outdoor, which is why it made sense for this uh, case study. And I'll have to say, you know, The biggest problem they faced again was that reliability of the network and the constant troubleshooting that they were having to do. And the driving force behind that was really, they didn't have that tool right in the beginning to plan out their, their network before they installed it, right? So in a predictive design software, you can model the environment. So the tunnel, the outdoor area, and you get all the information you need to know where to place all of your different radios um, and all of your wireless equipment to give you um, the network you want. And the real power of it is that you can accurately simulate how your network is going to perform given your different requirements for that network. So you can, you know, say if I do this particular design you can simulate the performance and you, you basically walk away knowing that you have confidence that when you go to install all the equipment on your site you know, it's going to perform as you designed it, right? Maybe a little bit of, mean of little mean of error there. But you're not going to spend all of your time there after troubleshooting, which can be a, a very uh, expensive undertaking to do. And again, it goes back to the, the downtime. So just, you know, having a tool like that where you can plan, have a good understanding of how your network will perform, where you need to install your equipment. It just gives you a much higher level of confidence that when you turn that network on, it's going to work as you need it to and support all of those mission critical apps and sensors you have around there. Really minimize your risk
1: and now once that network is designed and you have to go ahead and implement implement it you're putting a lot of different tech into this network so i want to talk to you about technology integration and what are some of the challenges around that but why why is it so important to integrate this technology particularly in a, an outdoor challenging environment like the one we're talking about here
0: so i think what's uh, really interesting about you know, today's wireless world is all these companies have different technologies at their disposal to use according to what their needs are, and the environment they're trying to plan for, right? So you have, you know, private networks, which are kind of taking off LT, private 5G, and of course you have Wi-Fi, which is always kind of evolving. Um, so what's interesting is you now have the ability as a company to really mix and max these technologies according to what your needs are, and they all have their different pros and cons. So If you take a mining site like the one we're talking about, well, you're going to have different needs in different parts of that environment, right? So let's talk about the outdoor where you have that conveyor belt or even in a mine. Well, you want something like LTE because it's really good for the outdoors because it gives you that range and it still gives you that reliability and it gives you security and the reliability that all of these sensors can really work on. But, you know, on a mining site, you also have just regular offices, right? And they also need connectivity, but they probably don't have such mission critical apps in them, so they're probably gonna, you know, use just a Wi-Fi network in there. That's still gonna give them really good coverage and reliability for those more, you know, administrative or office functions that they need. Um, but you can really pick and choose which technology to use where. You might use a private 5G for those autonomous trucks, a private LTE kind of for that conveyor belt, and you know, a Wi-Fi 6E in the offices to support. Your business operations. So, just like the power of having all of these different technologies um, being available to you, you know the flexibility and the power of choice. I think it gives companies to leverage the right technology for the right use case to give them the best RI. is is pretty interesting, and you know I think it gives them a really good wireless toolkit to choose from to make sure they're they're getting everything they need to support their operations in the most cost effective way. I would say.
1: Yeah, absolutely, and I imagine industry and connectivity partners like Ivy Wave are really important in helping them figure out which which technologies to implement because I'm sure it's a bit overwhelming uh, especially at this point when things are changing so much and all that stuff I mean Kelly thank you so much for this quick conversation it was really interesting to learn how you know cellular and other technologies are being used in in mining specifically so thank
0: you yeah well thanks for having me it's been great to be here thanks